0: Let's let's jump into the rules, or if there were any. So problem number two that I had was the bully. Um, we didn't. Re- I didn't really talk about him when I went over the, the synopsis of the story. So the reason why they end up at the haunted house in the beginning of the movie is because they're chased by this bully. Just Ch- Chuck, he threw shit in the car. Yeah. Like legit shit. And so the the bully why? Tommy. Chase, yeah, it's so that was, gross. That was another thing that was not explained, like, why was that necessary? You know, it, I, I just, all right,
1: they could have done some other thing to mess with him, but right? I, but I, I
0: he fished his shit out of a toilet, so
1: fucking disgusting,
0: yeah, and then <laughs> threw it into the car,
1: which, yeah, everybody did in high school, sure, yeah, yeah, relatable,
0: totally. <laughs> so, the bully, Tommy, he was the first victim of the book. And he was brutally turned into a scarecrow. And, yeah, it was scary, I guess. You know, it was, like, pretty horrifying to watch, like, hay come out of his mouth magically. Yeah. But it, why was he killed off? It's not like he touched the book. It's not like he's associated with this group. He's not friends with them. They, like, who qualifies to be the book's victim? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, the racist cop was killed, too.
1: He was, he was just, like, in ripped the, apart. He was in the way
0: so that's why he was killed
1: i guess
0: is that part of the rules
1: i don't fucking know (laughs) i'm I'm not one of the 87 producers on this movie or whatever um that's a good point
0: yeah so that's why i i didn't understand and also if the cop was killed like his neck was like snapped in half he was i'm sorry he was torn in half my bad was he i thought he thought he just got his like his neck snapped
1: yeah Right, well, but that, that wasn't his story that was Ramon's story
0: yeah so, so that like that's what? why I didn't understand like why was he killed and then the movie ends and we don't hear if there's any rep- repercussions in the town of their lead cop being killed so I remember thinking about that I was just like no, that's fine. Yeah, I, I guess we're just gonna have to accept this.
1: I think they figured that you know the mill just randomly closed like seventy years before that randomly, and they just never <laughs> investigated that either. They
0: just—they're just like, oh, he broke his neck. Oh, yeah,
1: you know, like a meteor could like destroy half the town, and like the next morning, it would be like, all right, yeah, that's fine. <laughs>
0: anyway, um, yeah, so I just like that—that that confused me. Like, why the bully? Why the cop? Why are these two characters specifically killed off, and then the other characters aren't? Right. Like, because we we don't really know what happens to Augie. Chuck got hugged to death. I issues with that. <laughs> yeah, and absorbed. Yeah. According to my brother, he said if he had to go out, that would be the way he would go out.
1: <laughs> just give him a big hug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I don't yeah. even. We'll talk more about that, but. Yeah.
0: So, I I just don't understand, like, you have all these random disappearances, and the town just continues to go unaffected by them.
1: I I feel like the FBI would, like, show up. Right. And just be like, hey, you lost, like, six people or something, (laughs) and the sheriff's dead. Yeah. (laughs) On one night. Like, what? (laughs) Um...
0: So, there was just no set of rules, like, who was going to be a victim and who wasn't. Because um, the sister, the, the beauty queen, she wasn't involved with this group either. So, why, but, like, maybe because she was in the room with them, but Tommy wasn't in the room, the bully, nor was the cop, and there was just and, no rules. But,
1: like, this, when Tommy got killed, we don't even know because, like, I, I don't even know if he's dead because it's just so Hay arbitrary. came out
0: of his mouth.
1: Yeah, but like maybe you can recover from that. I don't. know. You turned into a scarecrow. Um, which was that a specific story or was that like a combination of?
0: It, it was Harold.
1: Was that the one where the was that with a scarecrow or was that different? Because I remember it a different one. It
0: it's um it is with the the scarecrow because somebody gets turned into a scarecrow and then.
1: Because I thought Harold was a doll. Uh
0: no no, Harold's the Scarecrow. Oh shit. Okay. And he like a person gets turned into a scarecrow and and then um he skins two other farmers, I guess, in the story.
1: Yeah, no, I remember it. Yeah. Um so they're going to do something or or, or whatever. I have the books actually. I don't know if you want to pause.
0: Do you want to talk about the ending?
1: <laughs> uh what ending? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, that was problem number three for me, was the ending was weak as hell.
1: It just ended. end. Um, well, they're like, let's just cue this up for the sequel, essentially.
0: That and, I, I was just laughing at what my brother said after the movie. He was like, oh my all she had to do was tell the ghost the truth. The end. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah.
1: Well, I thought it was funny when he was just like, did you guys know this was a shitty movie before we saw it, <laughs> or or something something along those lines? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I didn't, I didn't know that.
0: I, don't, I, I think what bothered me about this movie is the fact that okay, so the Bellows had two maids, right? Mm-hmm. They go visit one of the maids when she's much older, and the the maid tells her or tells the the kids Stella and her friends that uh that sarah was obsessed with the idea of death okay and they she she implied that sarah was evil and then all of a sudden she wasn't so i, I don't know there was just like a lot of inconsistency there with the story <laughs> and i i didn't understand that
1: and why weren't the maids dead like why didn't it kill them too
0: oh yeah that's a good point i don't know
1: cuz apparently everybody is I don't know
0: yeah no one's safe it seems like
1: well how the fuck did the book even get created like
0: <laughs> i have no
1: idea because you paid more attention than i did so i'm like how is there like a book is it did her spirit like possess a fucking object or something like a vengeful spirit like,
0: that's what it sounds like to me that it was a vengeful vengeful spirit that possessed this because she started writing in the book when she was alive These scary stories. She told the scary stories to the kids. The kids starting to mysteriously die. Then she went to the psychiatric hospital, which was another loose storyline that they never really explored much. I felt like it was such a throwaway. Like, that could have been so interesting and they never did anything with it. Mm -hmm. They only showed the part where she had, like, shock therapy, which is disturbing on itself, you know, when they were playing the recording I was like, okay, that's... Didn't
1: it start talking that was like a pretty cool part where like the recording yeah. started talking to the character Yeah, I and... thought
0: that was pretty neat and like there was so much that they could have done with that and then the huggy thing came oh, the... and <laughs> hugged uh, their friend Chuck or I can't that... even say they, she hugged him to death because she just like
1: like assimilated him to her body
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it
1: It kind of like see that was something where i would have done it differently i mean i guess it would have been a a much uh, badly not badly but like much harder rated movie i would have just had her like open her mouth up and just swallow him whole or something see
0: that would have been really terrifying but instead he just yeah becomes one with her
1: just gets like absorbed into the fucking like jello blob and
0: of this pale lady they oh
1: my god they showed her for way too long they really for it to did. be scary yeah i'm like oh she's creepy
0: <laughs>
1: but she wasn't doing anything except for just like walking slowly <laughs> and i'm like okay i get it like i don't know i don't know if it was like a commentary on like the inevitability of death or something or whatever um nope yeah, I don't know. That's what I thought. I was like, okay, this is like something. I get it. He can't avoid it. But I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> I'm reading too too yes. deeply into this. Yeah,
0: you, you really are. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. You really oh. are, which is kind of sad. It, that would have been so interesting. But no, alas. He just,
1: but he just like took it. He was like, all right. He just
0: accepted it. Yeah. I'm like,
1: I would have tried to like, you know, dodge. Yeah, like break your ankles, you know, I kind of like dodge around like in basketball. Yeah. You go one way and then go the other. Just break some ankles. You know, like LeBron she, she wouldn't primate. have gotten taken like by that.
0: Have you ever seen the movie Big Hero Six? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: It, uh, yeah, I think so. The thing reminded me of like the big white thing from oh, Big my Hero fuck. Six. Now
1: you've ruined that <laughs> I'm movie. Sorry. Thanks.
0: That's what it reminded me of when, like, he, when she it. was like hugging him. So just that's so. That's I'm good watching point. this, and that's what I'm thinking in the back of my head. Dude, like, this <laughs> is so disturbing. How would you
1: rate your pain after, yeah. <laughs> after watching this scene?
0: So, I don't know, that was my problem number three. There was a lot of inconsistency with the stories. So, was Sarah Bellows evil? Was she not? And then we find out she wasn't. And then the whole psychiatric scene, it was just such a cop-out. Such a throwaway. It's such it, very dis- disappointing. Mm,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. I was just fucking confused about the whole thing. So. Yeah. Um, you might as well just keep going through the rules or whatever whatever your next thing is.
0: Uh. Problem number four. All right. uh, we find out Ramon is a draft dodger for the Vietnam War, so we figured out he's obviously eighteen towards the end of the movie. Okay, because you have to be eighteen. I looked it up. I researched it pretty well. Mm-hmm. And so my assumption is that these kids are possibly fifteen, maybe sixteen, maybe anything okay. beyond that. There's no fucking way. They're associating no
1: with like an older kid. All right.
0: Sure. Okay. Fine. I'll I'll accept that. Yeah, because I really thought that they were middle schoolers. So Ramon says his brother was killed in the Vietnam War, which is why he dodged the draft. I looked into this. Um, you can still be drafted if you are the sole surviving son, unfortunately. You can try deferment, but it will not apply if a war or a national emergency is congressionally declared,
1: which it wasn't with Vietnam.
0: Yes. So So he could have gotten. He could have he could have deferred it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like in World Clock War Two, right? World War Two or World War One, they would do that, but Vietnam wasn't like Korea wasn't, so they could draft, but only to mm-hmm. a certain amount. When they drafted people, there was only going to be like a certain percentage that would go to Vietnam. Right. So like you honestly might end up just being in the states or whatever, and they or Germany or Japan or or Korea or something like that, mm-hmm. and they made it like sound like one, it's a certainty that he would have been drafted, like, at all. Right. And two, that he would definitely be going to Vietnam, Mm -hmm. even though his brother had just been killed there. So, which, I don't... Yeah. Which could have happened. It could have. But... uh, But it's
0: unlikely, though, I feel like, right? Yeah, they're like,
1: well... Okay, your brother died here. All right, you're next, like... (laughs) Getting wine. Yeah, like what? I, I,
0: maybe it was a racial thing back then, and they saw him as expendable. I I don't know. Maybe. But, but maybe. the thing is know. that you know, it, like you said, the Vietnam War was not a nationally declared emergency at that time, and I simply researched this on my own. I was able to find the answer pretty quickly. So when writing this movie, right, it was a simple research away like a finding the answer the
1: draft was on its way out at this point yeah. it might have honestly i don't know when i don't know if it was like 69 or something mm-hmm. but i think by that point they were like downgrading yeah. the draft yeah they, they were already
0: rioting like, by then
1: yeah basically I, I think it might have stopped under nixon i can't remember so this might have been like the waning years of it but i don't know but anyway uh, also, we're just taking him at his word, so
0: that—that that is a fair point. Again, to, we don't know if he's lying. He, again, he could be
1: <laughs> just dropping bodies in every state on his way through, like Pennsylvania. We don't know.
0: <laughs> so here's here's a big question I have for you. This movie had so many positive reviews from big publishing companies. Okay, New York right. Times, Vulture, all these places. Do you think we missed something while we were viewing this? I I don't even,
1: I don't even know. I mean, you definitely had a more positive outlook.
0: I, okay, so the positive outlooks come from a place that I I was amused. You know, like, I went into this not knowing what to expect. I didn't expect a masterpiece, for sure. So I kind of went in there with that mindset. But even while, like, watching the movie, like, I knew this wasn't great. You know, like, I could already see the plot holes here and there. But I was amused. So that's why I gave it a rating. Like, I had a good time at it. Mm. But I still feel like this wasn't a great movie.
1: I, well, I mean, you're going to get no argument from me. But...
0: <laughs> I, just, I just, like, <laughs> I'm just curious to know, like, did we miss something?
1: I don't know. I think it falls into a weird situation where it's like, oh, God. It's like a nostalgia sense, sort of. And then, mm. like, it's, there's nostalgia, it's PG-13, but it's also a horror movie that's, you know, has some graphic scenes in it, I guess. So, I don't know, maybe people that are reviewing it aren't, like, your normal horror critic or something. I don't know. Um,
0: Perhaps.
1: I just was, I, I,
0: yeah. sorry, what were you? Just... I just, I, there are some glaring plot holes, though, that, that's the thing. Like you can't overlook them. Right. And that's why I didn't like I was searching and searching and searching and so many like mainstream websites and newspapers that typically review movies. Like they gave them such great reviews and I I just don't understand why.
1: So what you're saying is that this is all fake news is
0: that what I'm... Um, <laughs> I, I'm saying that what what you said before that i think perhaps maybe people got a little too caught up with nostalgia factor maybe yeah that's that's a theory
1: again i'm I'm thinking that like this movie kind of falls in between everything so it's just not maybe it's not like your typical like i'm sure there's like a critic that goes out and like will actually review horror movies like for each or like specializes in them right that they contract to, or or whatever, who's on staff. I don't know. Maybe this is just interest, like, different, because it's like a, um, I don't know, it's like a young adult kind of,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know, I didn't know the fucking tone that this movie was going for, like, that confused me.
0: I will answer that later in the fun facts. I am so excited to tell you these fun facts. Oh, Oh, boy,
1: we can go into that in a second, honestly, but, um, I... It's interesting because we came at this from completely different angles, even though we kind of met in the middle. You looked at it from a story sense and a plot, a whole kind of sense. And I just looked at it more or less from like a horror perspective of just things that were not done very well. Uh, Just scenes that were set up poorly. Um, The story choices were kind of weird. Um, If I had picked...
0: Yeah. If
1: you said pick like six or seven stories that we can work on from these books um, you know for a first movie I wouldn't have done that and it turns out from just we were just looking through the books it turns out that they weren't trying to just follow stories from the first book it wasn't like they're like okay we're gonna do three movies and we're gonna pull each one is gonna correspond to one of the three volumes of the series no they pulled them from all the different books yeah, oh.
0: uh, I, I think, yeah, that that's what kind of bothered me about this movie, that just, again, it was so inconsistent. Right. And Guillermo de Toro, like, he had an interview with Vulture, and he did hint that at the possibility of a sequel, but after some research, nothing's been confirmed.
1: But, I mean, they set it up that way.
0: They do. They definitely do set up for a possible sequel, but nothing's been confirmed.
1: Okay, that's... That's fucking weird.
0: Yeah. It, you know, and the thing, what's interesting about this movie is that it didn't explode in the box offices. You know, like, yes, it had good reviews, but it wasn't like oh, see, Spider-Man or something.
1: I, I didn't, that's another thing with this. I didn't know what kind of movie it was, like, whether they were going for low budget or high budget or mm, in between, or right. I didn't know who it was going to appeal to. Obviously, people read the books, but even then, it, again, weird choices i don't I don't know I just when I was looking at this, I just felt with with the tone and stuff like that, everything was weird. The choices were weird for stories, just the way the scenes were set up. I felt like if you gave us the budget, you gave us a screenplay like two people had seen horror movies before or even six people apparently who had written horror movies or written horror themed uh you know stories before. I was just surprised at how. Poorly, the horror elements were executed. No jump scares when you should have had None. them. None, None at all, really. They're... I'm
0: so disappointed about that.
1: Except for, like, maybe one. one scene. And then there was, like, some setups that were just so obvious. Like, when the kid is hiding under the bed, I'm like, Ugh. oh, it's it's going to pull him from behind instead of in front of him. And then that's what happened. Like, I, I don't know. They, they held the camera on monsters for, like, way too long to the point where they weren't scary anymore to me. Right. And I just I couldn't help but compare it to other horror movies we watched and things that ones that I thought were even shittier than this, um, like Wish Upon. And no. I was like, I don't know, just the amount of dread like in a scene in Wish Upon. Yeah. I felt somehow that movie did like the set setting up like, okay, what's gonna happen? Who's gonna happen to? I felt like that somehow did it better. I don't know how that happened. Yeah.
0: But anyway. Uh. But yeah, I I definitely agree. A lot of it was really predictable and. I feel like they missed the point of these stories because yeah. th- that's what it's all about. It's about the jump scares and they just did not take full advantage of it at all.
1: No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. And It's just like any other movie, I would say it's cheap, but it's actually like integral to how these stories are told. So
0: exactly. Like, exactly.
1: Did they read the books? I don't
0: know. <laughs> And Guillermo <laughs> de Toro, he said that he's been a big fan of these books for years. Weiss. That he has original drawings from, from the books, from the actual artists.
1: I don't know what to tell you. It sounds <laughs> like Guillermo needed to reread them or something maybe <laughs> I,
0: I think the problem was that there was just too many cooks in the kitchen yeah, like there's too many, there's too many, too many writers. writers on it and
1: she had like just him and like maybe a support guy
0: yeah i'm like you just won an oscar for shape of water for like best original screenplays so i don't know <laughs> uh,
1: i have no idea i wonder if it'll come out in in the next few months of just it being a mess or something i don't know uh just one other thing that like just i wanted to we can throw this kind of in the middle there but Mm -hmm. um one other example of just poor story choices like with the um the spider scene (laughs) i figured because they were setting up just like as an example they're setting up this character this girl who's in a play Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh it's gonna be fucking crazy when these spiders which you know if you read the books you know that she gets the spider bite the spiders will pop out of her cheek a while later and it's it's supposed to be this crazy scene it's a trailer scene like it's it's like holy shit and i figured oh they're building her up as like this this uh this actress in a play it's gonna be crazy i figured she's gonna be on stage in the middle of the scene the spiders are gonna fucking pop out of her face it's gonna be nuts the audience is screaming and like in it'll get the audience in the uh, like in real life to be like oh shit like we're gonna you know yell at the screen and freak out And, like, no, it happens in a bathroom. Like, you know, they kind of show it, but it's like really fucking dark and you can tell what's happening, but like, there's nobody there. I'm like, why is this even happening at all at the school? Why aren't they at her house or something? Like, just weird design choices.
0: I agree because I thought that scene was going to terrify my brother. And the fact that it didn't, it, it goes to show that it epically failed. Yeah. My brother, like, that is, he hates spiders. He's absolutely terrified by spiders. And the fact that that scene didn't terrify him, like... He I, had no reaction. Yeah, he had no reaction. I was <laughs> shocked. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I was like, I kept whispering to him, like,
1: wait. Oh, I'm sure it is. Watch him.
0: Your and then nothing like... happened.
1: <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I'm like, well, it just shows how much they fucked it up. Um
0: Yeah. I am yeah. so ready for these fun facts. Are you ready? I don't
1: know if I am, Omar.
0: Oh, well, you better be. Oh, okay. Sit back. Okay, I'll Here sit we back. go, here we go. Hold on to something, <laughs> just in case.
1: <laughs> I'm gripping the chair. Okay.
0: So, I told you this earlier, but I'll, I figure I'd add this again. So, mm-hmm. Guillermo de Toro finally earned his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I'm not sure why it took this long, but I'm very happy to hear that he finally got one. So, good, good job to him. Yeah. Yay. So according to a Slate interview with the director, they had to cut down the Scarecrow scene because it got too gruesome. So they had to maintain their PG-13 rating. In the actual book, the story, Harold, the victims, get his skin torn off. The Scarecrow comes to life and skins two nasty farmers and then leaves them in the sun to bake.
1: Yep. I remember it because it's, it's a really fucked up story, but it stays with you.
0: Yeah. But I still hate scarecrows because of it. <laughs>
1: if I remember they were treating it like it was a real person mm-hmm. and they would like they were feeding trying to feed it or you know what I mean, throwing food at it or something. Right. And eventually it just turned into a real person. I think.
0: Also, you know. It's but, a good you know, I get scarecrows are supposed to scare away the crows, but <laughs> very I good. Mean, Umar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but like in this movie, like I you know, the Scarecrow was, like, really disturbing. Like, I've never seen one in real life that, like, looks like that. Unless you're in, like, one of those um, haunted attractions or something like that. So that, that, that I just thought it was weird.
1: Or in, like, a Jeepers Creepers movie? Yeah. That, that definitely ruined Scarecrows for me. <laughs>
0: Alright, so this movie is supposed to be a gateway story or film for young adults, according to the director.
1: Like, gateway? Like, yeah. Okay. Meaning,
0: like, he, w- this movie was aimed for, like, Kids, basically, to introduce them to the concept of like yeah, adult horror.
1: I don't like the way they're using that because usually we—that's we, what the usually we said. we reference that in like doing hard drugs, <laughs> like gateway <laughs> like drugs. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. That that's just further confuses me, or, or like points cool. out
0: to get more confusing. I didn't get
1: the fucking tone in that that makes it even more confusing. But oh, anyway. Oh boy, oh
0: boy. Anyway, I'm excited that you asked that question, see. Uh, All right. Okay, okay. Go cool. ahead. All right. So, before I get to that, All first, right. to achieve the vivid images originally created for the books Del Toro and the director stuck to using mostly traditional special effects instead of CGI. So the part with the pale lady is an actual actress within that suit. And she was told to walk in a very specific way that's fucked up. for that whole scene. Yes. Oh
1: man, so that kid really got turned into a scarecrow then. Yeah, I guess so. Wow, that's, that's fucking nuts. And that nuts. kid,
0: he definitely did get absorbed into the pale lady. like that happened Oh man, romance. so he's
1: not on hand for the sequel. Though. Nope, it's not here oh. anymore. Moment of silence okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay oh oh. all right are you ready for this steve okay according to del toro he decided the heart of the movie would revolve around the theme of storytelling and how it affects us in del toro's production notes the movie is about storytelling and friendship about how storytelling changes who and what you are did you pick up on that theme Mm maybe <laughs> like I, <What? laughs> I. yeah so i read this and i sat there for a while and i really thought about it
1: yeah, i, I, I'm, I, I I'm could kind it. of see
0: it i could kind of see it a little bit
1: I, I yeah i mean based on what like what they go through in the movie
0: i i guess so
1: Or like how is this supposed to be about how stella's character develops i'm putting that in air quotes I'm just that not like, now be more i'm more yeah just the characters in the movie because one of them got absorbed into a fat lady one of them got turned into a scarecrow
0: hey don't shoot the messenger <laughs> no
1: I'm, I'm sorry um yeah i guess uh, i okay. guess i don't know
0: i have more all right, all, right. all right the actor troy james he plays the jangly man that comes after ramon He used his special contortionist skills to make all the odd movements and originally appeared on America's Got Talent by displaying this talent.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yep.
0: He had a regular corporate job, and several people encouraged him to go into performance because of his odd talent. So here he is in a movie. He's done, like, theme park uh, stuff, Halloween attractions, and also appeared as a vampire mongrel dog thing on The Strain. I actually watched his audition piece for America's Got Talent, and it was amusing and disturbing at the same time. I
1: don't know if I want to see it.
0: I'm going to show it to you later. And I'm surprised An Exorcist wasn't called because, holy shit, yeah, it was, like, really fucking weird. So when he was doing this performance piece uh, on America's Got Talent, he wore, like, this weird stretchy, like, suit. Like, it almost looks like a tuxedo. When he was doing this. It was just so bizarre. Oh, man. So another fun fact. With the release of this movie, there's a documentary that goes along with these books about their creation. I'll show you the trailer for it later.
1: I think I would enjoy that more than this movie, Mm -hmm. actually.
0: Here's another really cool fun fact, just because I've done stories about this before. The book series were one of the most banned books of modern times. It has appeared on banned books several times and most challenged, according to the American Library Association. Really? Yep. It was number one on their list from 1990 to 1999. Also, the satanic panic of the 1980s may have played a role in them being banned. This panic was an issue all the way up until 2000. Wild, right?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, no, I remember so, all this shit.
0: right now, Steve, you're such a rubble by owning these books.
1: Um, you know, actually, it's, it's really funny that you mentioned all this. The first time that I read these, we read them in Catholic school. <laughs> not even, like, our teacher read them to us.
0: Gets better. So, the reason why they were bumped off the number one spot? Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yep. Wit. yep. Wit. So, as of 2000, Harry Potter snagged the number one spot because supposedly... It promoted the practice of the occult. Oh my god. And another fun fact that I learned this morning was, which I sent you on Snapchat earlier today, Harry Potter once again was banned this time at a Catholic school in Tennessee because the reverend there claims kids can conjure evil spirits from the spells in the book. Who knew? We had this type of power the whole time. Oh, shit. So...
1: I have a fun fact for you, then. Oh, yeah? You know where I first read Harry Potter?
0: Catholic school? Yeah. Same!
1: So, it was read to me. Yeah. And and then I got the rest of the books out of the library. You
0: know, I remember (laughs) when I was in Catholic school, everyone was reading Harry Potter, and the, the lead priest of our Catholic school, he was really happy because he's like, oh my God, kids are reading again. Like, this is awesome, you know? Yeah. So if anything, he he really encouraged us to read the Harry Potter series. So I just think... I that... just...
1: Yeah. I had both of these series read to me, I think when I was in fifth grade, for at least one of them, possibly fourth for another
0: it's just it's just bizarre that today in 2019 that this is happening and and on top of that the reverend from that school district supposedly he got the okay from after contacting several exorcists from the u.s and rome who recommended to remove the books what yeah i kid you not i kid you not
1: that's so weird and also why now
0: (laughs) i don't know why now i have no idea (laughs) I mean, here's something even weirder. Sure. <laughs> I used to have this friend that her parents were like really odd, kind of fanatical. I guess they were, I think they were Baptists. I'm not quite sure. But okay. she told me one time that she had Harry Potter. And her parents actually burned the books oh, oh yeah and i was like no you're you're fucking with me no one does that who does that who has a book burning in their backyard you know and she's like oh, oh yeah shit. well this is when i live back in michigan like yeah my parents burned the books i was like oh so i didn't go over her house for some time because oh, <laughs> i was like no your parents are crazy
1: that's fucking nuts dude
0: yeah yeah I'll t- so, the last fun fact that I have for you, I know you're going to be so excited about this, Steve, okay? It's been confirmed that Del Toro will be producing a new supernatural werewolf western movie.
1: Uh, um, okay. They want to...
0: What? <laughs> he said he wants to revisit the concept of an American werewolf in London and kind of create a story similar-ish to that, and a script has already been made, and Del Toro loves it.
1: Okay, but so he's never watched Penny Dreadful then. Doesn't seem it. Because the, that's the last season deals with.
0: A western? Yeah. With werewolves?
1: One of the characters is a werewolf and he goes home to the U.S. And, like, it's a western because it's in, like, Arizona.
0: Oh. God someone should it. tell him. <laughs> I, I
1: mean, I don't want to spoil that show. Well, hey, there's a noir show for you because the next one's going to be in L.A. in, like, the 40s.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that's all the fun facts cool. I have for you today. I figured you'd be I, so I appreciate used... that. I know.
1: I am looking forward to that. I
0: have some Harry Potter books over there that we can, like, I see use yeah, to we're conjure gonna... up some stuff.
1: We're going to conjure up a... Uh... God damn it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I it can't it really
0: is. It's 2019. Come on. But why
1: now? Like, why no... now?
0: Right? Yeah. It makes no <laughs> sense. The, the Harry Potter excitement, like, died off, like, ten years ago.
1: I remember the only thing that we were concerned about is that, like, I was reading The Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. And, like, for a kid's book, there's, like, a lot of swearing in there. I don't know if you remember. But, no. like, for, like, they say, like, you know, like, bastard or, you know, damn bitch. And if you're in, like, third grade or something. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. That So that it's was, like, deal. the only issue we had with it. I was like, look at the swearing in this. Yeah. But, meanwhile, like, everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they said that in this book. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, like, the teacher's like, They're swearing in a kid's book? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it wasn't any issues with that. Um, it's just
0: weird that, like, we both went to Catholic schools and it was never an issue of this being evil or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, somehow, I, because of going, since it's like private school, even up through high school, I think I read more banned books than I would have as part of curriculum mm-hmm. or like controversial books. I read more of those than I might have in just
0: regular public school I remember we had a nun that promoted some of the the banned books like I'm sure she wasn't aware that they were banned but she was like oh this is good literature very good literature you guys have to read it so we read it you know cause she told us to but it, it's just kind of funny that like several of the titles that she recommended were like on the banned book list you know <laughs> we
1: should look that up after this yeah, <laughs> there's
0: there's a lot there's a lot of unusual books on that list
1: I'm just curious I want to like tally which ones I've read. So I was saying how you could use you can start off with a stereotype as a as a character. And it it's okay to use that as like a a template for a character. But then you have to you have to make it more than that. You have to take take the character and you know maybe turn things on its head. Like okay, maybe you have like you introduce like a an unusual motivation for why they do the things they do. Maybe You know, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe Stella is nerdy because of, or or shy because of something that happened in her life. And that's what made her the way she is or or whatever. Maybe she had a bad, something bad happened to her or when she tried to be more social. Or maybe the jock hates these kids because of something that happened to them. You know, I I don't know. Maybe he resents them because he's like dirt poor or something. You know what I mean? Right. And lives on a farm and they're all fairly well-to-do. I don't know. Maybe they screwed him over when he was a little kid. You can have stereotypical characters, but you have to, you have to add more to that. You have to add more substance to that. And I think that's what annoyed me is that I kept expecting something, something. And aside from Ramon's character, we found out, I mean, we we knew there was going to be some motivation for him doing what he did. Um, He wasn't just going to just be a drifter drifting for no reason. I just felt like
0: it took too long to get to with Ramon's character. And none of these characters, I felt, had any substance to them. Yeah. If, if you really sit down and analyze them.
1: I, you don't even have to go that deep, really. <laughs> well, I mean, like, look at, look at the older sister. Her personality is that she likes being pretty
0: mm-hmm.
1: and likes being popular. And I'm like, oh, that's it? Like,
0: And it, it kind of sucks <laughs> because the way it ended is with Stella, the older sister, and Stella's dad just driving out of town. And... I thought it was kind of interesting that the older sister joined them on this quest to go find their well, friends. She's you know,
1: randomly not crazy anymore magically. That that
0: too. Well, because the the spell or the book or whatever was broken because she told the ghost we know, and that solved everything.
1: Like nobody else tried. That. Maybe they'll do a prequel and we'll see how everybody else failed or something. <laughs> I don't no, know.
0: that's too smart, Steve. Oh, damn it!
1: So now I'm just annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I've just um. Uh, so we're both going through different seasons of I figured I'd mention this we're both going through different seasons of 13 Reasons Why right now. Mm. And I feel like that's a show where whatever you think about it whether you like it or hate it or whatever um there's it uses every single like stereotype that you can think of mm-hmm. for you know your typical high school drama or whatever. Right. But you find out that every character has more going on and that things are not what they seem on the surface and I I don't know like you're you're on the first season I'm on the I finished the third Mm -hmm. and so like at this point like everything's all over the place like they make you love a character and hate them in the same episode and then love them again then hate them and then you're going all over the place and you're torn back and forth right and that's in like 40 minutes and this had this thing had like half the characters that that has probably less than that Mm -hmm. like maybe like a third of the characters that an average season would have and it had 90-whatever minutes to convince us to, you know, that there was more to these characters. And it couldn't do that.
0: Yeah, this movie was really short, too, I, I noticed. And yeah. maybe if it had been longer, then perhaps they could have done more with the characters.
1: Maybe they cut something. I don't know.
0: Probably. You know what? That's a that's a good point. Maybe something essential was cut, but mm, at the same rate then. It, it couldn't have been enough to save the movie, whatever was cut that that's that's the thing yeah. because all these characters were really lacking
1: just boring, yeah you know? I, if you can't empathize with a character or have any emotion about them like I was just indifferent <laughs> like and how am I supposed to feel bad for them or hate them or whatever and i again, I just think that again there's 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 shows out there right now that are airing concurrently with this, even other you know horror movies or whatever that deal with teens or whatever um subject similar subjects like this that are just doing a better job so i feel like there's no excuse for just having stereotypical characters that and that's all there is to them like that's all their personality is right it just annoys me
0: just just like the bully like they never explain why they decide to throw shit at his car like we just, we just, we as the audience have to assume that he's, he's done something terrible to them, but like they don't even reference it. They don't even say anything. Right. So I, I don't know. I just felt like it was unwarranted and it didn't make me feel any sympathy towards the three of them.
1: Either one of them yeah, yeah. or any. And then with the bully, they were trying to, they showed for a second that maybe his mom was like, you know, they showed him for, for like a second. She's like yelling screaming at him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he has like a a bad home life maybe but, but they didn't go into that
0: but he didn't do what she asked him to do. exactly so like again i i, still I didn't feel bad like you didn't do what she asked of course she right. she's gonna yell at you
1: exactly so but i was like why is this scene even here like what am yeah what am i doing
0: so overall um i had a fun time you know viewing the movie with you guys
1: uh, it yeah, a so night out, it was cool, but, yeah, it was just, I just wanted more. We, we've yeah. seen, I can't help but compare, and maybe unfairly, I can't help but compare this to other horror movies we've mm-hmm. seen recently, we've seen some...
0: Decent ones.
1: Decent ones that, um, aren't called Pet Cemetery. Aside from that, uh, everything's been... Well, that was shit. That was a shitty, shitty
0: movie. I, that was definitely
1: worse than this, I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but, like, aside from that, I feel like we've been seeing pretty decent horror movies lately.
0: Yeah, like... Annabelle comes home I was amused you know like it did have all the scares it was unique in terms of storytelling my only issue was that it felt a little cheap at the end and the story what makes the conjuring stories really scary is that they all come from case files from the Warrens and I think that's what bothered me about this movie is just that it did not come from a case file at all it was just made up okay. so I I think that's what bugged me about this movie it was good but it wasn't my favorite
1: okay gotcha gotcha yeah well see I, I'm not familiar with a lot of that so maybe you're just coming from a different perspective
0: probably yeah um,
1: you know I probably feel the same way if I had been more familiar with yeah. a lot of this stuff but anyway, I don't. Mm-hmm. Know. Um, maybe I'm judging uh, scary stories to tell in the dark harshly mm-hmm. because I, I enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed other ones we've seen right. recently, but I don't know. I <laughs> I enjoyed going out and seeing a movie that I didn't hate in theaters. I, I thought that that was cool, but uh. I just didn't like this <laughs> um, overall. Uh, yeah. But you know, maybe somebody will end up really maybe this is going to be somebody's like favorite movie I don't know if it gets um like Guillermo said if it gets some like teenagers or preteens to check out you know classic horror or you know even modern like modern classics then you know what I'm okay with that that's pretty cool
0: definitely well I guess this is the end of our episode so stay tuned I'm sure we'll have something else
1: yeah Hopefully. I don't know what. We yeah. have no idea what the next movie was yeah. going to be, but uh, we'll figure it out.
0: We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lumari.
1: And I'm Steve.
0: And this is Worth a Watch.
1: See ya.